You're a monster! Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast with your hosts. You got Caleb and my boy Devin on the line. Devin, what's up, dude? Yo, what's going on, Caleb? How are you, buddy? Uh, you know, same old, same old. Uh, just real quick, um, before we jump into all of our fun football stuff we got planned, uh, our other buddy, Caleb, or the deucer as we like to chat with, or call him, I guess I should say, um, he's not going to be able to make it this week. Um, just want to send some thoughts and some prayers out his way. Um, just got some personal stuff. You know, I don't want to share too much without permission, but um, just be thinking of him. Uh, we love him. We love his family and just want to make sure that everything's going well. Um, but for all of our listeners, send your thoughts and your prayers and your love his way as well. Um, but Devin, let's let's chat some football. Let's chat not only this this weekend, but just football in general. I've been extremely freaking frustrated with what has transpired so far this year. Um, not even just from a football NFL perspective, but definitely from a fantasy as well. It's been an extremely confusing year. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, it, it's strange. You know, I've, I sent you a text message even what last week uh, or, or I guess Sunday, maybe right after the games and stuff saying that like fantasy doesn't feel fun. Football doesn't <laughs> feel fun. Like this year's just so off, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't know, like what rushing is down for everyone. I think right now they were, I, I read something about a stat with say Quan Barkley, you know, being like running back one and how it's the lowest running back one we've had since 2006 going into week five um, pass, you know, even passing yards and scores are super down. Like is defense just starting to run the league? Is that what's going on? Or is offense just really starting to look that bad? You know, I, I can't decide what's going on here. Well, I can definitely say, man, if you were a fan of going zero RB in your drafts, you might be doing all right currently. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, because I mean, it is. I mean, I look at some weeks this past week um, as an example, um, Chris Olave, who we're, we'll talk about later, who had a he had a fine, he had a very solid week. Um, I think he had almost 17 points if it was around 17 points. And that was 16th, you know on the week. And it's just kind of like, wow, like that last year might've been like, you know, 12 or a 13 on a week. Like that's a really solid week for a receiver. Dude, receivers are putting up ridiculous numbers right now. It's become an extremely high passing league um, again. And uh, you're right, man. Some, some of these defenses are just stepping up like the giants last week, dude, got 17 points on your, for your defense. But um, it's just been very, very strange and uh, not not happy. Um, but I do know you wanted to bring something up. We were talking briefly before the episode. Two fun stats for you. Two so, fun stats. Okay, let's see what we got here. One, right now, Tyreek Hill leads the NFL in receiving yards, okay? Yeah. With 477 yards. Yep. The Chicago Bears have 471 combined receiving yards on the year. <laughs> I just thought that was, that was interesting. You know, I mean, uh, I don't understand what's going on there. If, you know, like I thought fields was a little better. Um, I know Eberflus is definitely defense oriented, but they got to figure out something there. Cause that's just, I mean, you know, a waste of talent. Look, Hey, we were not fans of the bears offense coming into the season. That's true. We, we, but, we did say they grabbed no weapons for him, but right. I thought they would have a little more than this. I mean, 
you said that was passing yards, right? Or was that total yards? Yeah, pass, that's, that's passing so, yards. So honestly, I'm not that surprised because the I mean, basically anything that they've been successful has been on the ground. But, yeah, and, and I mean, that, that a, is very true. It's more embarrassing than anything. And the fact that they're still winning games because their defense is keeping them in it, you know? Yeah, it has nothing to do with their offense. <laughs> the The other fun stat, I don't remember how long it was like the last year this happened, um, but I remember reading this. It was interesting. Kenny Pickett came into the game this past week against the Jets. Yeah, jeez. Um, looks like he's going to be the one starting going throughout. Have to now. He's the, fir- he's the first quarterback. I want to say it was like in 20 plus years. I, I don't know. That's thrown over. I want to say it's got to be over 10 passes without a single ball hitting the ground. He threw 13 passes. He had 10 completions and then three interceptions. All 13 of his passes were in someone's hands, not one touch the ground. I just thought that was a pretty crazy stat. Well, I love the stat just because of the fact that it includes three interceptions. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> like, I, so I have, a, I have a buddy of mine, and I'll give him a shout out real quick. His name's Steve. Honestly, I met him on vacation um, when we were down in Myrtle Beach, which was just really funny. Of course, I go to Myrtle Beach and I find the one big sports fan too, you know? So, of course, we talk sports all week. Um, but he's from Pittsburgh. And so I was, I, I just texted him, you know, the other day and I was like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> like, what is going on right now with, your, with these Steelers? Cause I, I love, the, I actually really like the Steelers. I've always kind of liked the Steelers, um, you know, for many reasons, but this season, I mean, I thought Trubisky could do a lot better than what he's doing. I don't know. Yeah. What, I don't know what is going on there. And then Kenny Pickett comes in and he goes, so I was at the bar and Kenny Pickett comes in and this whole entire bar was going nuts. Pick it, pick it. And then three interceptions later, like no one was chanting a damn thing. <laughs> it didn't even yeah. matter that he ran in two touchdowns. It was just right. like it quickly was silenced. And I just find that hilarious because that's kind of been what the Steelers have been this year. Like they've shown some flashes of just brilliance. And then you know, the other three quarters of football is just garbage. Well, the, the problem is uh, the amount of yards and the points they're giving up in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And it's just like TJ Watt really is that guy. Like yeah. that defense week one, what, like 23, 28 fantasy points since then, like three, five. I just dropped them in a league. Mm-hmm. Like without TJ Watt, they're literally nothing, you know? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's seriously it's absolutely terrible and it's depressing because again this it team is. this team has some really good good players. I mean Najee Harris for crying out loud. I mean he's a, he's a guys, I'm getting ready to say this about Najee freaking Harris. He's a borderline drop candidate. I don't think I ever would have thought I would say that, but I mean he hasn't posted a week I don't think of 20 points. Not one. And last week he had 3 I mean, because yeah. I'm not going to, I can't even trade him at this point. Yeah. PPR 10.6, 13.9, 12.10, and 7.4. Garbage. You said that yep. was in full point? That was, that was, yeah, that's full point. Okay. okay. Um, garbage. Absolutely garbage. Um, but before we continue to trash just on one team, <laughs> we need to trash on some other ones. But, um, I just wanted to give one thing, one thing from this past weekend, because we, we don't need to get into all of the games, but just one game or, you know, one situation from this weekend stood out to you. What would that be? Because I, um, I got mine, man, and it, I'm about to freaking laugh. 
Um, man, I don't know. Like the, I'd, I'd almost say the one thing for me is when Jimmy Garoppolo got back under center with the Niners, I really thought that was just going to open up that receiving game. Mm-hmm. And it, it, while it kind of has, I want to say it was like 60% of the plays that George Kittle was in, he was used as a blocker. Yeah. And I don't understand what's going on with that situation. And like that's, I think that might be one of the biggest head scratchers for me. I don't know if it's, they're still one to easing back from the injury or what, but it just like, that's a very underutilized talent to only have him as a blocker. Yeah. I remember, um, you know, in the, like during training camp, you were hearing that about Mike Gusecki down in Miami. And we were all sitting mm-hmm. there like, what? Like, why would you waste that? You know, oh, is he going to get traded? But you're right. Like, I mean, George Kittle ended up scoring a touchdown over the weekend. But it's kind of hard to do that when you're taking 60% of your snaps from a blocking position, which don't get me wrong, he's a damn good blocker. But he's also a top three tight end in the receiving game. It's like basically saying, let's just put Travis Kelsey down in, in the dirt for 60% of the game. Makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah that, is, that is very interesting. Mine's a little bit more, I think, funny. Obviously, you know, that Buffalo-Baltimore game was very good. Um, you know, Jacksonville posting 21 points on Philadelphia was very funny to me. <laughs> just because, again, <laughs> Philadelphia is 4-0, and and it's just like Jacksonville sucks. It's Jacksonville. Um, I mean, maybe not this year. They're they're stuffing <laughs> it up. But my thing, my big takeaway from this weekend is Detroit, Seattle, highest scoring game of the weekend, and not even by a little bit, guys. Neither, yeah. neither one of these teams have a defense. But Ben Johnson, the, the offensive coordinator for Detroit, I just want you guys to understand: Detroit leads the league in offense right now. Just hear me out. The Detroit Lions lead the league in offense, in offensive yards. I mean, they're freaking killing it, guys. <laughs> like This guy, he's going to be a head coach in probably less than a few years. I mean, he took a team of an offense, keep in mind, from last year, that was so bad that all of their games, and it's funny because they're still losing by field goals, but all of their games were lost by less than less than like five points last year. It was so close. Every single game is by a touchdown or a field goal. They were losing games. But they were losing games like 21 to 17. You know, it was like that. Now they're posting 45 points. Jared Goff has had more touchdowns or more games with four more touchdowns than Matthew Stafford has this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I would have said at the beginning of the year, in the first four weeks, one of these quarterbacks is going to have two games where he threw four touchdowns or more. It's going to be Matthew Stafford or Jared Goff. You're going uh, Matthew Stafford. Right. <laughs> now it's Jared Goff. <laughs> it's crazy. I just find that so funny and so interesting. So I have to throw it out there. I mean, yes, they still lost by a field goal. That's just what Detroit does. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, very, very funny. All right, let's do this. We need to um, follow up real quick about our uh, monster guys from last week. Um, just a heads up for all the listeners, we decided to make this a game. So this is going to be an internal game between all three of us. Um, the winner of uh, the competition gets to pick whatever for the loser, like the last place person. So whoever's in the middle gets out. But if you finish last in the league, you know, we're not going to do anything crazy like go get a tattoo or something. Um, but there's going to be some sort of uh, 
situation that takes place. We'll film it. We'll put it out on our social media pages for everybody to see. So no worries, no you know about that. Um, but right now, Devin's winning in that. <laughs> so congrats. I mean, that's not a surprise. I mean, <laughs> yeah, shut up. Um, so my monster guy from this past week was uh, Michael Pittman, and not that we're going to talk a ton about the Colts because you know we've been harping on them like crazy. Fire Frank Reich, um, among other things. But Pittman just had a terrible game. He had six targets, which isn't terrible, but he only had three receptions for 33 yards, no touchdowns. He had six points. Let's keep this brief, but looking at this Colts offense, is it just Matt Ryan still trying to figure this out? Is it just really bad play calling? Or is this so-called offensive line that was supposed to be like top three in the league just forgot how to play football because they look terrible and he has no time to throw? Our tackle situation is just absolutely killing us. And um, me and JT actually just had this talk. I mean, Matt Ryan threw for 356 yards this week. He threw for 352 yards week one. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that he's necessarily, like, does he need to work on, you know, holding onto the ball when he gets sacked? Yeah, definitely. But it's just the line issue. It's like, it, it, I mean, we got an ankle sprain or like it's, they're saying it's not severe, but on Jonathan Taylor, because all our play calling wants to do is run right up the middle and we're bouncing right into our offensive linemen who are getting overpowered. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we paid Quentin Nelson to be a left guard here and he's one of the best in the league. But at this point in time, I feel like we need to move him to tackle. So that way we've got Kelly, who's a decent center. This year's not been quite as good as previous years have, you know, uh, Nelson out at left tackle. And that'll help alleviate some pressure with Kelly and Nelson being able to help out the the left guard there. I think that would help be one thing that we could do, but that line is just atrocious. It's giving Mm -hmm. Ryan no time. It's not allowing our receivers to get the separation they need. And it's, you know, along with poor play calling, not one time did Taylor get a sweep. Did he get an outside run, anything? It was just always right up the gut, which wasn't working. So I think play calling is part of it. Um, I think another thing is Matt Ryan calls a lot of different audibles and has a lot of different cues being 15 years in the league than someone like Carson Wentz or someone mm-hmm. like Jacoby Brissett or someone like Andrew Luck mm-hmm. with the Colts having to switch that every single game or every single year to a new quarterback and learn these new cadences. It's obviously going to throw the timing off on your linemen, on your running backs. And it's a lot to adjust to still. Yeah. It's just, um, you know, I'm still going to be with the Colts. I still think it's going to be their division to lose, but it's getting slimmer and slimmer each time they just screw up. Yeah. Um, so Caleb's not on, but we're going to we're gonna talk his. So he picked Chris Olave. Um, he did have a good game. Um, he didn't have a monster game. So keep in mind, you know, when, we're, when we talk monster game, you have to at least be a number one. You know, we, we aim for, you know, the, you know, top five, top six, um, but you have to at least finish in the top 12 to be considered a monster for that week. He did not. Uh, he had seven targets, four receptions for 67 yards and a touchdown. It was 16 and 16, 16 points, um, 16.7 if you uh, do PPR. But uh, this is a, a solid game. It, it just wasn't a great game. It wasn't a bad game. Um, it, was just a, it was just a solid game. And I think he is uh, stepping up a little bit more down there. Obviously, with Michael Thomas coming back too, you know, they need to figure out their quarterback situation. I mean, Andy Dalton's not their successor uh, but uh, by any means. But it was, a, yeah. it was just a really solid game. Let's head to yours. So Williams was one of yours, 
doesn't count. He ended up getting hurt. Unfortunately for him, he is going to be out the rest of the season. Um, and we'll see how much farther into next year with a torn, I want to say it was an ACL, right? ACL and I believe they said LCL maybe. Was it both? Oof. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that is a real huge, huge damper for that team. Um, and and don't get me wrong, Melvin Gordon, uh, Melton, Melvin Gordon is also dealing with an, an issue, um, not as severe, but just kind of a week-to-week thing. So we're going to see if they're going to end up bringing in, as of right now, they well, have brought in. They did Latavius Murray. They brought him in. So yeah, that was, I forgot that was a real shocker. Cause it was not on my list to bring in. <laughs> but no. I, and it was, it was just crazy. Cause he just finished playing with her for a hurt Kamara and had a pretty decent, you know, game, you know, all things considered. And then they moved into the practice squad and immediately signed. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, so that one doesn't count, but you did get this on your, uh, Zach Wilson. Yep. Yeah, congratulations. Let's talk about Zach Wilson. 18 for 36 for 252 and a touchdown. And apparently he also had a receiving touchdown. I did not get to watch yep. this game. Yeah, Braxton Berrios, uh, throwing one. Um, he's the first uh, quarterback actually in Jets history to have a receiving touchdown. So that was kind of an interesting <laughs> stat too. <laughs> I mean, his first week back, I wouldn't have said, oh, he's going to, well, let alone he's going to have a top touchdown. 12 yeah. game. But yeah, he's going <laughs> to catch a touchdown in this game too. Yeah, um, right. Let's keep in mind he did still throw a few interceptions, so he needs mm-hmm. to get that stuff squared away. Um, but it's a good start. It's a good opportunity and a good for it to see him come back and have just a solid game, just a really good game. Um, he needs to stack these now because he was the worst quarterback last year. So he needs to stack these and, and just have good game after good game. Last but not least, um, I did throw this one out on Twitter, so hopefully you guys caught it. If you didn't, shame on you. You should follow us a little bit more closely. Um, But Josh Reynolds was another must-play this week, and he had a huge game. Eight targets, seven receptions for 81 yards, and a touchdown at 21 points. He he was a must-play because Amon Ross St. Brown was out, and DJ Shark was out. Keep in mind, it looks like that's going to also happen this coming week. So I think Josh... Uh, Reynolds is still playable this coming week as well. So, Devin, anything else? No, I mean, uh, that's pretty much the big thing with all that. Um, The only other kind of news that we didn't really touch on that we kind of talked about is... um, I, I don't remember his name, but he had a movie about concussions and different stuff like that that uh, Will Smith did. And uh, he's a neurosurgeon, and he basically got a hold of um, Tua Mm, and mm -hmm. basically expressed to him that he should hang up his helmet and never play another down of football. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that that's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, you know, I, I definitely feel like, I mean, we kind of talked about this, but he could have a lawsuit on his hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should have never been brought back into that game. A back spasm is not going to let you cre- act the way he was in the um, Buffalo game, let alone how he, I mean, I mean, as you know, uh, me and Brennan uh, were talking about, she's like demon fingers, you know, like, I mean, mm-hmm. he was, he, uh, that's scary to have those back to back weeks. He should have never been on the field. And the fact that he got cleared and you know, that whole situation has just been a complete disaster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll definitely, cause I want to spend more time chatting about it. So we'll definitely bring yeah. this up again next episode, but you're right. I mean, this was a complete cluster and yeah. um, you know, the guy that ended up clearing them originally um, was fired. He was let go. Uh, but I mean, this is just, it's, it's a bad look for the dolphins right now. They're continuing to have problems with that front office and their medical staff. So 
it's not a good situation, but yeah, we'll definitely uh, let's we'll definitely bring this up again um, as we kind of get some more information on the situation. But it, yeah, it's not looking good for Tua because I would love to see him come back, but I don't want to see him come back and end up never being able to actually be a human again because they freaking cooked his brain. Yeah. So that's it, guys. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Football Monsters podcast with Caleb and Devin, and we'll catch you next time. See you guys. For you, I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood, I can be rotten. I can be cool, mind like a fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you.